Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Welcome to this edition of Wall Street Breakfast. I'm Lauren Izzo. Coming up on today's show, could Fed hikes be a sign of a looming recession? U.S. President Joe Biden is laying out new plans to tax the rich. Hospitals are heading into turbulence as COVID emissions drop. And Tesla's production is hitting record numbers so far this year as the company navigates the post-pandemic world. Now, before we get to our top stories of the week, let's take a look at some important market updates. This week, the S&P 500 squeaked out a slight gain while the Dow Jones edged slightly lower and the Nasdaq gained 0.6% after the three benchmarks indexes closed the first negative quarter for stocks in two years. Robinhood shares spiked 24% this week as the company increased its extended trading session by four hours, meaning customers will now be able to trade from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern. Popular brokerages like TD Ameritrade already offer those hours, while other trading apps like Webull even feature a trading session that starts at 4 a.m. It's all part of Robinhood's vision to enable 24-7 investing, and will likely mean more trading volumes for the company and, of course, higher profits. It can also work in favor of night owl or early bird traders that employ momentum strategies or catalyst-driven trading. Now, let's get to our top stories. Could the United States be headed to a recession? The yield on the two-year Treasury briefly exceeded the 10-year on Tuesday for the first time since 2019, in a warning sign that coming Fed rate hikes could potentially trigger one. A similar short-lived inversion also occurred in the summer of 2019 amid the trade war with China, and while that was followed by the COVID downturn of 2020, the last persistent inversion of the Treasury curve occurred in 2006-2007. As the Fed embarks on a cycle of quantitative tightening, there are fears that it will reduce consumer spending and business activity as the central bank battles the highest inflation rates in a generation. Could it just be a false alarm? Experts say it might be more of a blip than a lasting trend. U.S. President Joe Biden is laying out new plans to tax the rich. This week, he laid out a $5.79 trillion budget plan for the fiscal year starting October 1st, including a 20% minimum tax rate on U.S. households worth more than $100 million, or the top 0.01% of Americans. Company executives would also be required to hold on to shares they receive for several years after a stock buyback, while the corporate tax rate would be raised from the current 21% to 28%. In 2020, there were 50 Fortune 500 companies that made profits over $50 billion, but they didn't pay anything in federal taxes. For example, the 10 richest people in the U.S., including Tesla's Elon Musk and Amazon's Jeff Bezos, would pay up to $215 billion in taxes on unrealized stock gains. They currently pay next to nothing. Last year, Musk slammed a similar proposal from the Senate Finance Committee, saying they were, quote, coming for him. The Biden administration further hopes Congress will enact a global minimum tax, which was agreed to by 130 countries last year. Crude oil posted its biggest weekly loss in more than 10 years 
The White House on Thursday announced plans to release around 180 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve in what would be the largest release from stockpile since it was created in 1975. Washington has only released oil from the SPR roughly two dozen times, but in small amounts. Over the past six months, however, the Biden administration has coordinated two mega releases, and this would be the third. Big drawdowns from the reserve are a rare event and have only come after supply disruptions during the Libyan Civil War in 2011 and Hurricane Katrina in 2005. The SPR currently holds just over 568 million barrels of oil, the lowest level since May 2002. The decision would see 1 million barrels released daily over the course of six months. But analysts are still debating the benefits and whether it would put a dent in the inflationary forces seen in the current environment. Well, business is looking up for Tesla as the world is slowly but cautiously emerging from the COVID-19 pandemic. The company reported over the weekend that it delivered more than 310,000 vehicles during the first quarter of 2022, a record number of shipments, but a level that slightly trailed analyst forecasts. But that's still up nearly 68% from the same period last year. Shipments also rose about 0.5% from 2021's fourth quarter when the company delivered its previous record of vehicles. They recently picked up general momentum with the opening of plants in Austin and Berlin, which are expected to put it on a path for an annualized production run rate of 2 million vehicles by the end of the year. The company has not seen the same level of supply chain disruption as some peers as it navigates its journey in the post-pandemic world. Meanwhile, Hertz car rental companies say they have added Tesla's Model Y SUV to their electric vehicle rental fleet. Just two years after the electric vehicle maker divided its stock in a five-for-one split, Tesla is hoping to increase the number of authorized shares in order to enable a stock split. News of the split came as the company temporarily suspended production in Shanghai due to renewed COVID-19 lockdown measures, while Elon Musk tweeted he supposedly tested positive for the virus, but with almost no symptoms. Tesla shares surged 8% on Monday, adding over $100 billion to its market cap, and is up 128% since the split in 2020, which boosted its valuation above the $1 trillion level. Meanwhile, the company is working on achieving full self-driving capability, as well as producing a humanoid robot prototype. And finally, speaking of emerging from the pandemic, hospitals could be heading into turbulence as COVID emissions are declining. Citing a drop and normalization of elective procedures, Deutsche Bank has warned that healthcare providers are entering into an air pocket that could lead to anxiety among investors. In a note issued this week, analysts slashed their first and second quarter revenue estimates for hospitals as the U.S. is seeing a record low number of COVID-related hospitalizations. Citing the Department of Health and Human Services, NBC News reported this week that the seven-day average of hospitalizations reached under 17,000 on March 31st. That's the lowest level since the U.S. started tracking data at the start of the pandemic. Fortunately, fewer hospitalizations is not necessarily a bad thing, and that also means, with COVID-19 cases declining, the world is finally getting back to normal. 
That's all for this edition of Wall Street Breakfast. Thanks for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can also sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and Market Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you soon.